chapter number 2 verse number 1 onwards and again he entered capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them not even near the door and he preached the word to them then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men underline that four men verse number 4 and when they could not come near him because of the crowd underline crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven you and some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts why does this man speak blasphemies like this who can forgive sins but god alone but immediately when jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves he said to them why do you reason about these things in your hearts which is easier to say to the paralytic your sins are forgiven you or to say arise take up your bed and walk but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he said to the paralytic i say to you arise take up your bed and go to your house immediately he arose took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified god saying we never saw anything like this hallelujah hallelujah <coughs> so here the bible talks about that after he entered capernaum he was in a certain place he was in a certain house and uh, people started to gather around jesus christ hallelujah and when they started to gather there was no room to receive means to go go to jesus the place was filled with crowd even near the door there were people all the entry points had people there and there was nowhere to go near jesus there was nowhere because jesus was surrounded by crowds jesus was surrounded by crowds and in the midst of the crowd in the in the in the midst of this commotion the bible says there were four men there were four men who brought a paralytic person to jesus christ okay but because there was crowd they were not able to go near jesus now you got to understand that here in this scripture here in this scripture it talks about the real church and the fake church the real church and the fake church and those four people who brought the paralytic person they were the church of jesus christ but the crowd that was surrounding jesus for no rhyme or reason they are standing there and doing nothing that is the fake church which is the crowd why those four people i am calling them the real church of jesus christ because the four people knew the revelation of intimacy with jesus christ the four people knew that it is not they they were not limited in the crowd they were not standing in the crowd and expecting jesus to do something for them they knew that if they want something from jesus they knew that if they want the healing of jesus if they want the word of jesus if they want the power of jesus to do something for them they needed to go close to jesus 
they knew the revelation of intimacy they knew the revelation that it's it's not sitting in the crowd or standing in the crowd that we will receive from jesus it's it's when we go close to him when we become intimate with him when we seek his face when we appear before him is when we receive from him hallelujah the woman who had the blood flow issue for 12 years went through the crowd to touch the hem of his garment to touch jesus to go close to him because it was her faith the bible says she said in her heart and that was her faith that she said that if only if i go close to him and i am able to touch him i will be healed and the bible says that she went by faith through the crowds and she went close to jesus and touched the hem of jesus's garment and the bible says power flowed through jesus and the disciples says uh, and jesus asked the question where did the power go go through me and and go in someone and disciples said can't you see everyone is thronging you everyone is touching you here he said no it's not about everyone it's about someone who touched me with faith it is about someone who came to me with expectation hallelujah it is it is about someone who came to seek me it is about someone who knows that if she, if he or she comes close to me he or she will receive from me hallelujah if we want to receive from jesus we need to go close to him we have to understand intimacy not everyone would receive from jesus not everyone standing in the crowd would receive from jesus those who have a hunger those who have a thirst to go close to go closer to jesus to go closer to jesus will have access to power will have access to healing will have access to revelation will have access to authority will have access to light hallelujah those who are able to go close to jesus let me take you to a verse in hebrews chapter number let's go to hebrews chapter number 9 i hope you are aware that the tabernacle that moses built uh with the instructions of the measurements that were received from the lord himself was a copy uh, of the tabernacle that is in heaven hebrews chapter number 8 first let's read hebrews chapter number 8 verse number 5 verse number 5 it says who served the copy of the Oh sorry who served the copy and shadow of the heavenly things as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle for he said see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain hallelujah so the pattern that was shown to Moses to build the tabernacle it was the exact copy of the tabernacle of where god dwells in the third heavens in the heavens of heavens where god dwells in the third heavens what moses built it's the exact copy of the tabernacle of the dwelling place of god of the temple of god of the real one in the third heavens hebrews now let's go to hebrews chapter number 9 i am talking to you about i am talking to you about the levels of intimacy with jesus christ okay hallelujah now let's to understand that let's go to hebrews chapter number 9 also it see it says that then indeed even the first covenant had ordinances 
<coughs> of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared the first part in which was the lampstand. Okay, the tabernacle starts with the first part that is the holy, holy place the Bible talks about. It is not even talking about the outer courts. It starts off with the holy place where the service where the service to God begins. Ministers of the gospel have to understand that we are not ministering to people. We are ministering unto the Lord. Ministering unto the Lord in his, in his temple is the primary service, not only of servants of God, but of every believer. Hallelujah. Amen. What did, what did God told Israel? Do you know what is the nation of Israel? What does the nation of Israel signifies? God said, you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, my own special people. Israel originally was made by God that every Israeli should be, should be a priest offering service unto God and working only for the kingdom of God. Israel is a nation of priests. Hallelujah. That very promise now is given to the spirit Israel, to the spirit remnant that is the body of Christ. And every, why, why are you chosen in God's kingdom? To, be, to, to go and, and become a CEO of company and earn a lot of money and live luxuriously? No. The primary calling of believer is priesthood. And last Friday I was, I think from many, many weeks I, I was covering a bit on priesthood, on priesthood. Hallelujah. And how it is, if you want to make it to the promised land, you need to be a priest in the kingdom of the priesthood. Hallelujah. If you, if you don't include yourself and become a priest for God, become a priest for God, your ancestral priesthood will soon kill you or will soon take you on, the, on its way to hell. Hallelujah. Because when you accept Jesus, it will not be easy. Your ancestral demonic priesthood will start fighting you, I told you. It will start to fight you. It was not easy for Moses to uh, bring the people of Israel out of Egypt. He had to fight with priesthood. He thought he will fight with the army of Egypt in the beginning. And... When he saw the brethren persecuted, he went and killed one of the army person, army officials of Egypt. He thought that by physical fight, he will destroy Egypt because he had a hunger and thirst in himself, but he did not have the knowledge of the spirit. If we want to defeat the enemy, we have to understand priesthood. We have to understand altar. We have to understand sacrifices. We have to understand prayer. We have to understand spiritual warfare. Because this Bible is the book of warfare. From Genesis unto Revelation, there is warfare going right inside the Bible, going right inside the scriptures. There is warfare, warfare between the kingdoms. What warfare between the kingdom of Satan and, and the kingdom of God. And the book ends with the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we have a book. We have the word written that the, that the victory will, will be ours. Because we are in the priesthood, in the kingdom of God. 
Are we understanding? We got to understand priesthood. One of the major important things in priesthood is intimacy. If there is no intimacy in priesthood, if there is no intimacy in priesthood, we cannot function properly. Hallelujah. We are not working efficiently in the kingdom. So let me let me take you to scriptures to support what I am saying. First Peter chapter number, first uh, Peter chapter number two, verse number nine. Quickly, I am reading these scriptures. First Peter two nine. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. Everyone say, I am a chosen generation. Everyone say that. I am a royal priesthood. I am a royal priesthood. I am a holy nation. I am God, God's own special people. Amen. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Who once were not a people but now but are now the people of god who had not obtained mercy but now now have obtained mercy beloved i beg you as sojourners and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul okay hallelujah we are sojourners when you are a part part of god's priesthood you are sojourners you are pilgrims i hope you understand that meaning of sojourners and pilgrims your, your dwelling place is not of this earth, not in this earth. You don't belong on to this earth. You are just doing a journey. You are just walking a journey. You have to understand that we, nothing in the world belongs to us. Neither we belong to anything in the world or to the world. Hallelujah. Our inheritance, our reward, our treasure, everything is in heaven. Hallelujah. I hope you understand that your house is not your inheritance in which you live. I hope you understand that your bank balance in your American Express card is not your inheritance. It is in heaven. It is in heaven. It's, it's not those things that you, you are working for is your inheritance. It is being in heaven. Okay, not coming. We have an inheritance in heaven that will be given far more expensive, valuable than that of the earth. Because we belong to the kingdom of priests. We are the part of God's priesthood. Are we understanding? Okay. So, if we, if, if we want to have access to the authority of a priest, we want to have access to the power of the priest, we need to understand intimacy. And that's why I brought you to Hebrews chap chapter number 9. Okay, so Hebrews chapter nine, number 9 <coughs> again talks about the dwelling place, the dwelling place of God. Uh, let's start from verse number 1 onwards. Then indeed even the first covenant and ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part in which was the lampstand, the table, and the showbread which is called the sanctuary the first part of the tab tabernacle includes what the lampstand now who is lighting this la lampstand 
the priests themselves light the lampstand okay the priest what themselves light the lampstand in the lampstand there is the oil and because of the oil the fire is visible so the oil is the product that lights the fire and the priest bring bring the oil pour the oil and light the lampstand then it it has a table on the table there is a showbread who is preparing the bread the priest the priest prepare the bread the showbread which the priest eat in the holy place that is the holy place where the priests are ministering hallelujah but that is not the place of intimacy that is the place of fellowship everyone say fellowship okay that is the place of fellowship that is the place where we are serving the lord in other words we are lighting the lampstand we are putting the oil we are lighting the lampstand and the light in the holy place signifies the light of revelation hallelujah the light of revelation which is at a level that is not the highest level of revelation but which is at a at a level where we understand god we understand the basics in the holy place and where we eat the bread that is again the word but not at the highest level of revelation we under, it, it it signifies the basics it signifies survival in the presence of god hallelujah are we understanding then let's go ahead verse number 3 it says and behind the second veil now this it's the second part of the tabernacle it's very important the second part of the tabernacle the part of the tabernacle which which is called the holiest of all now the holy place is the place of fellowship and the holiest of all or the most holy place is the place of intimacy is the place of intimacy because there is no lampstand there there is the glory of god which will light up the place verse number 4 which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant we will come to the golden censer it is in relation to prayer and intercession which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid on all sides with gold in which were the golden pot that had the manna manna did did the priest produce the manna no the priest did not produce the manna manna comes from heaven hallelujah if if you want to have access to mysteries of heaven it is called, you need to approach the intimacy place you need to approach the holiest of all there you will get the manna the revelation that comes from heaven the the the, the bread that comes from heaven hallelujah the mystery that comes from heaven that no eye has seen and no ear has heard neither it has entered the hearts of men if you want to have that one if you want to have that one hallelujah that is not for survival that is that is for power that is for authority manna so there is that manna uh, in which were the golden pot that had the manna and what aaron's rod that budded what is aaron's rod the same rod that defeats a uh, demonic priesthood the same rod that swallowed the rods of jains and jambres the officials of the palace of egypt the sorcerers and the magicians the same rod if you want to have access to authority to to defeat satan 
and to defeat the kingdom of Satan? The answer is intimacy. The answer is approach closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. Go closer to Jesus and you, you, you will have access to the rod that is the authority through which you can defeat sorcery. Do you know sorcery rules the world today? Divination rules the world today. Like we have offices in the kingdom of God of the apostolic. I told you this, I think. Of the ap apostolic and the prophetic and the evangelical and the pastoral and the teaching. They have offices in the demonic kingdom of, of, of sorcery, of divination, of necromancy, of black magic, of white magic and all sorts of offices are placed in the demonic kingdom and two offices like we have the apostolic and prophetic the foundation of the church they have the sorcery and the divination that is the foundation of the demonic kingdom hallelujah the foundation of the demonic kingdom divination is not tapping into the mysteries of god not at all tap tapping that because the devil cannot prophesy do you know that the devil cannot predict the future because the future lies in the hands of God. He is the one who has designed your life. He, has the, he is the one who, who has designed the systems and what is going to happen in the world. So, so the devil cannot prophesy. But yet the devil prophesies. How he can prophesy? Yet the devil has the office of divination where they predict the future. How they predict the future? It's by programming first and then prophesying they program things to happen and they know we have constructed and manipulated the future like this they know that they are going to bring the virus at this this date and then they make the prediction because they themselves know they have created it it's by manipulation and programming that they predict the future hallelujah one fine person from the business world who is a worshipper of Satan will come up and will say, Oh, you know, by 2030, this will happen. He is not a prophet. They have programmed things to happen by 2030. And they are prophesying and predicting accordingly. Are we understanding? Hallelujah. Some diviners can talk about your life and tell you after five years, this will happen. It, will, it is not going to happen, but when they release it, it is like a spell that will start to manipulate your future for it to happen. Hallelujah. That is what diviners do any which ways. I don't want to go into. But, but uh, sorcery and divination are ruling the world. Sorcery and divination. When you read the book of Revelation, when you read Revelation 17, when you read Revelation 19, you will see Babylon... The harlot who deceives the world with the tool of sorcery. Hallelujah. With the tool of sorcery. Yes, sorcery and divination. If an, a, a believer needs to have access to authority to defeat sorcery and divination. If you don't have access, if you don't have authority through which you can defeat sorcery and divination... Your life will go for a toss. You are a victim of the enemy. Some believers, if, if there are believers out here in this place who don't believe in the spiritual world, who don't believe in demons, who don't believe in principalities, you are already a victim of the devil. 
who don't believe in casting out demons, who don't believe that demons influence people. If you, if you are such a type of Christian, you are already a victim of the devil. You, do, you don't know priesthood. You don't know that our warfare is against principalities. It's not against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. Amen. You are a baby Christian. You need to grow up. You need to ask the Holy Spirit, ask the Lord to open your understanding. Are we understanding? The rod of Aaron, the same rod that started to come against the priesthood, the sorcery and the magic of Egypt. That rod is found where? It's found in the holiest of all. It's found when you go close to Jesus. You will access that authority. You will access that authority. It's not found when an apostle lays hands on you. No, no. It is found in the most holy place. Amen. Pastors, young evangelists are running here and there. Oh, some, that man of God lay hand on me. That man of God lay hand on me. I want to receive power. I want to know. Power is with Jesus. Go to him. He will give it to you. Go to Jesus. Hallelujah. The days have changed. Seasons have changed. Gone are the days where people are running for men of God. That, seasons, that season has already ended. Now it's the season where people will run to Jesus Christ. Now is the season where people will run for genuine power. We need to have genuine power against sorcerers, against diviners. Hallelujah. Like Moses, his rod swallowed up the rods of the magicians and the sorcerers. The same rod, by the way, was, root, was used by David. Do you know David had a staff when he went to fight Goliath? That staff signifies the authority against the sorcery of Goliath. Okay, let me come again. If for the info, I, I have told you, but for those people who don't know it, Goliath was not a warrior. Goliath was not a fighter. Because the Bible never mentions that he fought one battle. He never fought one battle. He never came against physically with anyone to fight with them or, 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 or with his weapons. Never ever. What he only did was speak, speak, speak. He only spoke. He only spoke to Israel. And only his words were enough to paralyze Israel with fear and insecurity. Hallelujah. He only spoke. Even when David came against him, he did not start to fight with David. He started to curse David by the name of his gods. And David, the young lad, the kid knew the principles and the patterns of spiritual warfare because he was in the wilderness with God. And the Bible says when a bear came against the sheep, David defeated the bear. When a lion came against the sheep, David tore apart the mouth of the lion. How can he do that? He had access to spiritual authority. A young, a young boy cannot defeat a lion. No, 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 no. They cannot defeat by their strength. These, that, that young boy had access. He had access to spiritual authority. The sheep show the sheep of God. And David signifies the cheap shepherd, the cheap shepherd that is Jesus Christ. And whenever a lion, a bear signifying the devil coming against the sheep of Jesus Christ, Jesus will come and destroy the, the devil, destroy Satan and rescue his sheep. How? By access to spiritual authority. So David was getting, your, your time in the wilderness is not a waste. Your time of, of waiting is not a waste. God is 
training you. Hallelujah. Don't worry if you don't have a stage, if you don't have a pulpit. Stay in the secret place. God is training you there. God, is, God, will, God will purposely bring some demonic spirits and they will start to fight you and he will train your hands in war. Hallelujah. That after some years you will be able to defeat a national level sorcerer. That is Goliath. Hallelujah. After some years, then you will be equipped to go and defeat a national level sorcerer and, and bring the people of God out of fear and out of the spell of the sorcerer. Many churches are controlled by the spell of the sorcerers. Do you know that? Yes, I know it. I stay in Mumbai. And once I was in a long fasting and I was praying, I was praying and the Lord showed up in my room and he told me, do you know Rahul? Uh, most of the churches in South Mumbai and the, and the main city of Mumbai are being tracked by Freemasons. They are under the spell of Freemasons. People would not believe me, you know. If I say these things to pastors, they would not believe. No, my church is nice. What are you saying? Nonsense. Get out. That, that is how they will speak. But, but churches are being controlled by Freemasons. Sorcerers are tracking churches. And here are the people of God doing Monday men's meeting, Tuesday women's meeting, Wednesday children meeting, Thursday worship meeting and oh my God, that is what they are doing and they will say, come to the church, you will get coffee and biscuit. Hallelujah. I was watching a video from US and that person was teaching, taking time and teaching what? Teaching how to attract youth to the, youth to the church. How to attract youth to, to the church. How to market your product called the church. How to market a product called Jesus. How to market a product called, uh, product called the Holy Spirit. You need to market these products to the youth. Oh God, hallelujah. No, we don't, know, we don't need youth. I, I, I don't need youth in the church. I don't need youth. You know people, oh we need youth, we need youth. No, we need, even if they are old in age, but they should be eagles. We need eagles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says even the youth will grow faint and they will grow weary. But those who wait on the Lord, those who wait on the Lord, even if they are old, if they wait on the Lord, they shall renew strength of eagles. They will run and not grow faint. We need people of spiritual appetite and strength. Hallelujah. And those people will be in the secret place. Youth are, oh my God, young people. We, we cannot attract certain bunch of... Jesus did never said target the youth. No, he never said that. He never said that. The pastors are saying that. Jesus never taught that. He never said go for the youth, win the youth. And then when we win the youth, you know, other people will come. That is what they were teaching in, in, in the church. That is not what Jesus said. That is not at all what Jesus said. Okay, any which ways. So we got to have access to the holiest of all. David... David, when he went to fight Goliath, he did not had a plan, a physical plan to defeat the strength of Goliath. He had a spiritual plan. And when Goliath also came, he came against David with spiritual powers. By the name of the gods of the Philistines, Goliath started to release spells, release spells to paralyze David. But it did not affect David because he was the man who used to stay in the holiest of all. He was a man who used to stay in the wilderness. So, these spells could not affect David. One of the things when you are in the presence of God will happen to you is words will not affect you. Spells will not affect you. 
you will stay your ground you will be joyful in the lord you will not be gripped with fear you will not be gripped with insecurity you will be always full of faith overflowing through faith that is what david said david said who is this uncircumcised uncircumcised philistine who is defaming my god defaming the god of israel let me go against him and people laughed but he was talking in faith people laughed oh this little guy will defeat this giant no but he was talking in faith because he was full of faith he was full of faith will you will you will start to talk supernatural you will start to talk faith when you are in the presence of god when you have stayed long there okay you will you will start to walk talk and also walk in the supernatural and then you know the bible says he went against goliath with a staff in his hand with a staff in his hand and then he was searching how to kill this guy and he took a stone and he released the staff signifies the authority he carried in his right hand the authority against witchcraft against the sorcery of goliath and now even if he had a stone or a balloon or whatever anything in his hand would have killed goliath because it's not about what he is using it's about what he is having what he is having is the revelation what he is having is the authority what he is having is the authority to trample over the heads of snakes and scorpions and nothing by no means shall harm him in jesus name hallelujah amen are we understanding so that is the rod i am talking about where we were hebrews chapter number 9 <coughs> that is the rod so what is there golden censer i am coming to the golden censer wait uh we we saw the manna we saw the aaron's rod that is the rod that is the authority that is the authority spiritual warfare people don't fellowship too much with the devil oh i am i i fought with this demon that demon fellow in have intimacy with the lord okay but because i have seen people into spiritual warfare i myself am an expert in spiritual warfare and the secret to fight and to have victory in spiritual warfare is intimacy because what happens in spiritual warfare is we become too used to oh i saw this demon that demon this demon 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 every day demon every day demonic altars every day no no we have to take out time and be close to the lord so that we can have continual access to authority to manna that is revelation and then it says the tablets the tablets of the covenants what's what what it signifies tablets of the covenant signifies the ordinances and the laws of god to establish the kingdom of god in nations to establish the kingdom of god in nation the end time church will not be a hanky panky church the end time church will be a church of maturity because this this church jesus is going to appoint you if you are a part to judge nations to judge nations as per the perspective of jesus christ hallelujah the tablets of stone signify a perspective a knowledge the ordinances the understanding to establish the kingdom of god on international level to establish the kingdom of god the, the, the that knowledge and ordinances moses had because moses 
was the start of a legacy to establish a nation that understanding Joshua had because through Joshua God was establishing Israel that understanding David had because David established the re-established the temple of praise rebuild started to rebuild the temple of praise started to re-establish the laws and ordinances on which Israel will stand hallelujah our believers listen to me we are not supposed to just uh, plant local churches but we are supposed to establish God's kingdom in nations and for us to do that we need to have the wisdom and understanding to operate on a national level where we where we where we get wisdom about every sector yes where we get a prophetic insight and wisdom about every sector about business about um, about business about education even in terms of politics every sector we have we, you know the prophets of the old could advise the kings about every problem there was a famine elisha solved that problem there was a there was a problem with the water elisha solved that problem there was war they came to the prophets so the prophets carried the wisdom of every sector of the society hallelujah are you listening to me they carried wisdom they carried understanding they carried the perspective of god about every sector of society even about economy about every sector i am talking education business politics every sector they carried the wisdom so 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 that is the tablets of stone the tablets of stone are basically the law on which israel was established hallelujah which governed the the personal affairs of men which governed the farming business which governed how they should uh, construct the court of justice everything on which israel if you are establishing a nation you have to be so wise to write the what you call constitution of that nation hallelujah so so that is the level on which the lord will release wisdom so that god will god will you 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 may not be even even a a postgraduate but if you have access if you have access to the most holy place where god dwells if you are have have intimacy you can have that wisdom none of most of the disciples of jesus peter john james they were fishermen why did they become fishermen because they did not study in school properly hallelujah but when they were chosen by jesus they did not behave like fishermen Amen. they did not spoke like fishermen they spoke as wise men they wrote epistles which was which had wisdom beyond the wisdom of the world how did they have access it's not about your education if you have access to the things of the spirit education is much lower than the knowledge of the spirit Amen. even the most foolish one in this kingdom is wise wiser than the wisest one in that kingdom do you know that hallelujah this fisherman had access to supernatural wisdom hallelujah so that wisdom it is talking about coming back to the golden censer what is the golden censer what happens with the golden censer turn with turn with me to revelation chapter number 8 <coughs> revelation chapter number 
when he opened the seventh seal there was silence okay not coming to the seventh seal so and there is a revelation when seven seals are completed what happens but not coming there so there was a silence in heaven for about half an hour and i saw the seven angels who stand before god and uh, and to them were given seven trumpets mm -hmm. then another angel having a golden censer underlined golden censer it is talking about the same golden censer and that angel is in the most holy place okay golden censer came and stood at the altar which altar that that main altar in the most holy place he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayer of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne it is talking about the most holy place the same golden censer that hebrew hebrews is talking about what the angel did with it put incense and mixed that incense with what the prayer of the saints everyone say prayer of the saints and the smoke of the incense with the prayer of the saints ascended before god from the angel's hand in the most holy place then the angel took the censer filled it with filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth and there was noises thunderings lightnings and earthquake so what do i want to say it matters from where you are praying what is your position of prayer what is the position of prayer what is your position of prayer are you praying in the outer courts nothing will happen some some people are praying no doubt christians are praying no doubt 99% christians are praying maybe 1% is lazy lazy but everyone else is praying but why nothing happens why there is no earthquake in the realms of the spirit why there is no fire to devour the enemy in the realms of the spirit why because they, their position is manipulated some are praying from the outer courts not even in the holy place outer courts why they are play, praying from the outer courts because they are in the crowds i will come to the crowds <laughs> hallelujah crowd is just listening to the sermons and doing nothing about it crowd is just coming in a meeting and listening okay yeah we have to go to some church so let's go to apostle rao's church only it happens online so let us so that we are apart somewhere we are under someone's covering you know so let's that is a crowd doing nothing just sitting okay come i i will come to the crowd afterward that is outer courts hallelujah or praying like oh lord i have started my day but i have bills to pay i have do i have to do this i have the, there is no water i have to wash clothes i have to switch on the washing machine i have to do this do that do that do that do this and all those things you are praying from the outer courts you are praying from the outer courts then there are some people that pray from the holy place and holy place is a little bit effective god can listen to your uh domestic requests oh lord you know i i am i am praying i am praying i i should get a cab to go to the office you get a cab god answers prayer that is the holy place prayers okay not much but domestic answers you are getting oh lord i want to get rid of this mosquitoes and the rats in the house they are troubling me and some uh, and god sends a supernatural wave 
of pesticide and all the rats and mosquitoes disappear. Oh, and you come and give testimony. God answered my prayer, you know, all the mosquitoes and the rats disappeared. That is a kind of a holy place prayer. But if you want to pray a prayer that shakes the kingdom of darkness, you need to enter the incense hall. You need to enter the incense hall because the Bible says there the angels took the prayer. Those who pray from the incense hall, that is the holiest of all, there the prayers are mixed with the incense ball incense and it is poured into the realms of the spirit. And when it is poured into the realms of the spirit, there are thunderings, earthquake, shaking, where in the kingdom of darkness, Hallelujah. It was the prayers that were made by the saints in the holiest of all were used to manifest were used to manifest the realm, the season of the seven trumpets because the seven seals were ended. By the way, for your information, there are the seven seals, there are the seven trumpets and there are the seven bowls of the wrath of God. There are three seasons that the book of Revelation records. The season of seven seals is the season of the manifestation of the Antichrist. It is the season of the seven seals in which the rapture is going to happen. And the rapture is going to happen at the sixth seal. After six seals of tribulation from the Antichrist reign, the church is going to be raptured. I don't have, I have already taken those sermons. After the six seals of the Antichrist is completed, there will come the season of seven trumpets, which is started with the prayers of the saints. Yes, that is what the book of Revelation, it is started. Why? You know why it is started with the prayers of the saints? Because the, the, the seven trumpets are the manifestation of the completion of the mystery of God. What is the mystery of God? The mystery of God is all the kingdoms of the earth and the wealth and the authority of the earth will be reconciled back to Jesus and his saints. That is the mystery of God. I don't have time. I have already taken this sermon, so I am going fast. All the authority, all the kingdoms will be reconciled back at the end of the blow of the seventh trumpet. Once that happens, after that, the Antichrist and the, the beast and the false prophets, prophet, the Antichrist and his prophet will be taken and thrown into the lake of fire alive. The Antichrist and the beast will be the first one. Uh, sorry, the beast and the prophet, that is the Antichrist and the prophet, will be the first one to go to the lake of fire alive. After the seven, because the kingdom will be the authority. You know why, why the president is ruling America? Why the prime minister is ruling India? Because they have authority. They have authority and that authority they have is because God has allowed them to have that authority. But that authority, even when the Antichrist comes, you know why he will reign, why he will rule? Because God allows him to have the authority. Hallelujah. But, but when the seven trumpets will be completed, all their authority will be taken and brought to Jesus. And they will lose their authority to rule over the nations. That's how Jesus will start to reign. And the saints of God will reign and rule over the nations. Hallelujah. Are you happy? So that is, <coughs> that is what the prayer 
that is what the prayer in the most holy place will do hallelujah it's time for churches to turn into the holiest of all it's time for churches to turn into the holiest of all it's it matters from which place you are praying dear saints from which place which place you are praying if you are praying from the holiest of all your prayers are going to shake the kingdom of darkness because there is the there is the incense there is the incense there is the incense bowl which the angels would mix <coughs> pour it to the realms of the earth and the realms of the earth will be shaken okay hallelujah are we until now so let's go come back to mark chapter 2 let's come back to mark chapter 2 so this are you understanding that four that four people church the 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 significant the significance of the number 4 is is uh, very important because it was a church of four people in the nation of babylon daniel shadrach meshach and abednego they were the one who were go, who were approaching and getting you know it is the book of daniel in which jesus came again and again he came in the fire when shadrach meshach and abednego were burning then he came in daniel chapter number 10 when daniel had taken up the fast of 21 days you know 21 day he stopped after that he saw a person with beryl with eye torches of fire and all those things that was jesus christ who came hallelujah when uh, when a group of people when a church is constantly in the secret place you will see jesus around you there will be encounters with jesus hallelujah because if you are in the secret place you are in the business of god if you are in the if if you are in the holiest of all you are right in the core of the business that god is doing on the face of the earth the warfare in which god is involved on the face of the earth hallelujah and you will be involved in those activities in that business okay hallelujah so these four people mark chapter number 2 let's come back there hallelujah <coughs> let's come back to mark chapter number 2 the four people knew that they are not going to receive anything from jesus by being in the crowd they need to take this paralytic person close to jesus hallelujah which is the real church and for them to go close to jesus for them to clo- go close to jesus they had to overcome the realm of crowds everyone say the realm of crowds everyone say i cannot know jesus in crowds everyone say i cannot know jesus standing in the crowds i need to overcome the realm of crowds yes believers believers need to learn to overcome the realm of crowds the realm of crowds what are crowd crowd is the fake bunch of people that don't allow people to go to the holiest of all crowd are the bunch of human beings the realm of crowd is the realm of the flesh and also called the realm of human beings realm of human beings human beings are the one it's not the devil human beings are the one who will who will stop you from going close to jesus you need to overcome the realm of human beings realm of human beings realm of crowds hallelujah 
So let's see what is the realm of crowds. Uh, let's. We were on Mark chapter number two, and I want to read Mark chapter number two, verse number six and seven. Mark chapter number two, verse number six and seven. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Now Jesus said to that person who came near to him, "Your yeah, son, your sins are forgiven." You know. And then what? What the Bible says is verse number six. Some of the scribes and were sit. Some of the scribes were sitting there. and reasoning in their hearts these are the crowd people okay who are listening and listening to the sermon of jesus wonderful revelatory sermon of that jesus is teaching or pre- preaching there and what the scribes are doing when jesus said your sins are forgiven they started to, they started to reason in their hearts why does this man speak blasphemies like this who can forgive sins but god alone but immediately when jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves he said to them why do you reason about these things in your heart so what does the realm of crowds do what is the realm of crowd the realm of crowd first point they are doubts human reasoning and logic that block the words of jesus they are what doubts human reasoning and logic oh this brother is telling to have faith have faith how much we will have faith let me go and do something by myself human reasoning human efforts not the language of faith but the language of practicality the language of uh, the language of the flesh oh jesus is forgiving sin how can he forgive sin that is what they are talking about they are applying their human mind the crowds sitting there applying their human mind and if you are standing with them there you will hear jesus here you will hear them and you will be confused hallelujah there is no benefit standing there and listening to the even if jesus is preaching there you will not get benefited because you are in the midst of people who are applying human logic and reasoning you know it matters from which what is your distance from jesus when you are listening to him martha's distance was in the kitchen mary's dist- mary's distance was near the feet of jesus and so mary could receive peace from the words of jesus but martha received insecurity jealousy from the from the from the same words of jesus what was the difference the difference was that distance from jesus that difference was that distance from jesus martha was at a, at a distance distant place hallelujah in the kitchen surrounded by her own works surrounded by her own efforts surrounded by what she wanted to do but mary was close to jesus and there the words of jesus brought peace so many people are reading bible so many people are attending uh, meetings no peace no peace no calmness no stillness in their life why their distance is far away from jesus they are living in their own human logic and reasoning and listening to jesus hallelujah the second one is what i am talking about luke chapter 10 verse 40 not going there it's about martha and mary it's about martha and mary and that is crowds again trusting in your own work martha believed that by my own work i will please jesus no you don't please jesus by your own works by helping people by feeding people by giving money to people no you don't please jesus like that you please jesus by listening and obeying his words hallelujah but martha was trusting in her own works comparing her works with others hallelujah when you are distant from jesus 
when you try to please Jesus by your own works, what will happen to you is comparison will arise in your life. You will start to compare. When you will start to compare, jealousy and bitterness will take over your life, take over your heart. Oh, that person is not doing anything. I am coming to the church. I am doing this. I am trying to please the pastor. I am not getting recognized. Comparison and jealousy creeps in. That is the crowd. And the church is full of crowd. You go in the church, you will face competition. You go in the church, you will face jealousy. You will face bitterness from people. Why? There are crowds in the church who are trying to do their own works and please Jesus. No one is trying to go closer to Jesus, but they are trying to stay in their kitchen, stay in the crowds and trying to please their pastor. Many of the members don't even come for Jesus. They come to show their face to the pastor. I have seen that. Many of the members, many of the young people are coming so that the pastor would be pleased with them. They are not coming for Jesus Christ. That is the crowds. Hallelujah. Thirdly, crowds are the people. Uh, let's go to Matthew 23. And then I will explain that point. Matthew 23. Matthew, Matthew 23 verse 13. But woe to you scribes and Pharisees. Matthew 23 verse 13. But woe to you scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Hallelujah. Is this verse, verse relatable? They neither go in themselves. They don't want to go close to Jesus. They, they are doing time pass. They are a part of a religious organization that wants to show people. Some people just want to have a good status and good standing among people and because of keeping that good standing they want to show people that I am a part of a so 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 called church I go to a church hallelujah because the church offers a lot of benefits it offers you grave after you die it offer you, offers you funeral services it offers you marriage services it offers you certificate so that you can have admission in the school for your children it offers, it gives you a security and a good standing in the society that you are a part of that so-called church. It offers you a lot of benefits and that's why people go to the church to stand in the crowd and do nothing but to warm. The church is not supposed to be a crowd where they listen and they forget, where they come and they stand and they start to discuss. Oh, why he said like this? That is what they were doing. Hallelujah. They were standing there and they were, they were blocking the voice of Jesus there. Jesus forgives sin. That is gospel. Jesus forgives sin. But the crowd, the crowd themselves were talking. How can he forgive sins? What they were doing is the voice of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus is being released to the crowd. But the crowd was the one who were blocking the gospel in order the gospel to reach to the outside world and bring the outcast people inside the church. Hallelujah. Amen. The gospel is not a physical voice. The gospel is a spiritual message with a spiritual voice. Hallelujah. And when we say the gospel, it has to amplify to reach to the spirits of the outcast and to bring them in the manifold, in, in, in the family of God. 
But what happens is when God speaks through a prophet in a church, like when Jesus is speaking in that place, it is the crowd that is blocking the voice of Jesus and cutting the voice of Jesus and not letting it go into the realms of the world. Hallelujah. Crowds. Crowds. I have seen churches where God has sent prophets to warn them to bring the voice of Jesus. But the church was filled with crowds. And the crowd was the one who started to cut the voice of God right inside the church. Hallelujah. When the Lord starts to speak through a prophet, when the Lord starts to speak through an apostle in the church, there are crowds in the church that start to manipulate and block the voice that is coming. And if the, and the, and if the voice is blocked, how can the church grow? How can the voice of the gospel of the kingdom go to the outside world? Because these people is the fake church who are standing in the crowd. They were supposed to build up each other's faith with the word of Jesus. But they are counter-attacking the words of Jesus and saying, how can this man forgive sins? That is crowds. That are crowds. That are crowds. Church is not crowd. Church is not a congregation. Nowadays, people select church looking at the congregation. Oh, this congregation is helpful. They lend money. They care for us. Everyone calls there. And all those things happen there. Meetings happen there. Women's meeting happen there. Men's meeting happen there. Children meeting happen there. They play the guitar there. They play the keyboard there. They play the drums there. Let's go there. Let's go there. But they are crowds. They are not building each other's faith. Hallelujah. They are cutting the voice of Jesus. And the pastor is appointed to please and, and satisfy the itching ears of people there. Till the time he will preach. Oh, it was a nice sermon, pastor. Oh, how are you, pastor? But when the pastor will bring, someone will bring the voice of Jesus, they will start to gossip and cut the voice of Jesus. Block the prophetic voice of Jesus for the church. Hallelujah. They don't, they don't want to be in a church. They want to be in a club that makes them feel comfortable and convenient. And no wonder the devil has no resistance from that kind of a body of Christ. Get rid of crowds. Get rid of human beings. And seek Jesus Christ. Get rid of those, of those bunch of human beings that are a crowd in your life. And because of that crowd, you cannot even go close to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Now, the thing that I want to bring to your notice is the people, the four people did not saw the bunch of crowds blocking the door, blocking the window, blocking everywhere. There was no way to go to Jesus. They did not stop there. They pursued Jesus. They did not stop. Many people are going back on their faith, looking at other Christians. Why? They died for you. Looking at other Christians, looking at other churches. Oh, churches are no good. They are all scammers. They are all this. I'm not going to pray. Why are you looking at their faith, at their works and you going back on Jesus? Hallelujah. These people were not discouraged. They continued to pursue Jesus. They did not focus on the crowd. They did not hear what the crowd was saying. They rejected their voice. They rejected their understanding and they continued to leave all things aside and try to seek a way that they can go closer to Jesus. What is that called? That is called hunger and thirst. That is called hunger and thirst. Is, is the church 
hungry and thirsty for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You want to receive Jesus? You want to receive revelation from Jesus? You want to receive ministry from Jesus? Are you hungry and thirsty for him? If you are not hungry and thirsty for him, you will stop by the crowds and you will go back home saying, I could not go. But if you are hungry and thirsty, you will find a way. Surely you will find a way to come closer to Jesus. And the Bible says they found a way that was above the realm of crowds. The Bible says they found a way that was above the realm of crowds. Jesus is not in the graves. Jesus is not on the earth. You cannot find him there. You need to ascend. You need to ascend. You need to ascend in the realms of the spirit. You need to ascend. And the way you will ascend into the realm of the spirit by getting rid of the voice of the crowds. Get rid of human beings. Get rid of human beings. Get rid of human beings. Do you know when you are around a lot of human beings, the Holy Spirit cannot speak to you. The Holy Spirit cannot. If, if your whole day comprises of human beings all around you, the Holy Spirit cannot speak to you. Certain things and secrets of the kingdom and mysteries of the kingdom can only be revealed to you when you are alone with God. When you are alone with God. He cannot, I had, you know, God taught me through dreams and once I was in that place where I was surrounded by human beings and I saw the Holy Spirit being grieved because people were around and he was not speaking to me. When you are around human beings, the Holy Spirit cannot speak to you. You need to overcome the realms of crowd for the Lord to speak to you, for the Lord to speak to you. You need to go closer to Jesus. You need to be in the most holy place for the Lord, for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. So they, they, they found a way that was above the realm of crowds. The Bible says they went to the roof of, uh, of, of, the, of the house and did a hole through the roof and brought the paralytic man. Now Jesus was preaching a general sermon now, until now. Okay? As soon as the paralytic man was brought close to Jesus, he switched from his sermon and he started speaking to him personally. That is what happens. When you are in the crowd, you will hear the words of Jesus as a general word. Oh, nice sermon Apostle Raul preached tonight. It was good. It was good. It was good for everyone, you know, required for everyone, you know, because you are distant from Jesus. But when you are close to Jesus and you are hearing the words, Jesus will speak personally to you. It will be personal to your life. It will be personal to your heart. It is as if the Lord speaking to you personally. As soon as he came to the presence of Jesus Christ in the room, he said, Son, your sins are forgiven. And not only that, your sins are forgiven you. Take up that bed that carried you from so many years. Take up that bed and start walking. Jesus does not only want to you, deliver you. What he wants to do is, the Satan that troubled you from so many years. He wants you to, to take charge and authority and now he wants you to trouble that Satan. That sickness that troubled you. He wants you to trouble you to trouble and take authority of that sickness, of that problem. Hallelujah. Jesus wants you to overcome your situation. And that's why he forgives you of your sins. The gift of salvation 
is not given for time past the gift of salvation is given so that you can overcome the works of satan and destroy his works in your lives and in the lives of others through you that's why the gift your sins are forgiven you and now you take up your bed and start walking that bed that carried you from so many years it's time for you to carry it it's time for you to take authority it's time for you to defeat that very thing it's that satan those demonic spirit that that trouble you it's time for you when you enter the most holy place of god that place is the position of victory that place is the position of power that place is the position of dominion that place is the position of elevation from there you can rule from there you can rejoice from there you can celebrate that place which is called the holiest of all close to jesus christ hallelujah are we understanding people of god hallelujah so the four people signify the church the job of the church is to find a way to ascend 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 into the realms of the spirit and take people close to jesus that is the job of the church that is the job that the four people fulfilled they first of all were themselves hungry and thirsty for jesus secondly they ascended into higher realms than that of the crowd thirdly they brought the paralytic person close to jesus church if you yourself will not ascend high and go close to jesus you cannot cannot be bring people close to jesus write it down you cannot bring your evangelism preaching of the gospel giving money or whatever activities you are doing it will not benefit people because in the realms of the spirit you are giving birth to a crowd and you are not giving birth to a church hallelujah we got to ascend on high go close to jesus hallelujah so that we will be able to bring the job of every believer the job of the servants of god is not to attach people to themselves and give 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 birth or give rise to a cancerous crowd no your job is not to build your own empire your job is not to build your own ministry is not to build a mega church no not at all your job is to take the paral paralytics who are bound by sin close to jesus so that they can be delivered they can experience jesus they can experience his power they can experience his deliverance and they can pick up their mat and walk they can pick up their mat and walk hallelujah thank you lord yes let the church arise tonight let us pray for the church to arise let us pray for the the real church to arise hallelujah and we are going to take the paralytic people the paralysis was the cause of sin he was being bound by sin that's why he was paralyzed but when he went close to jesus the bible says jesus forgave him his sins and he was loosened of his paralysis today many people are being bound by sin sickness is not the root cause their cancer is not the root cause sin is the problem and jesus has come to forgive the people of their sins hallelujah and we need to go close to jesus so there will be deliverance hallelujah oh thank you lord let the church arise tonight let your people who are listening there are there are apostles prophets pastors evangelists out in this place let them rise tonight oh lord let them ascend into the realms of the spirit ascend into the most holy place let us ascend into the realms of the spirit 
that we are able, Lord. We lekaya malaka rabanto have access, Lord. Have access, Lord, to manna, to revelation. Have access to authority. Have access to the place of prayer, which can shake the kingdom of the enemy. Oh yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for this gathering, Lord. Let there be a release of your power upon your people. Let there be a release of anointing. Let there be a release of oil. Yes, Lord, the Bible says how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. For there the anointing flow through the head of Aaron through the beard and through the hedge of his garments there is an overflow of oil release the overflow of oil upon us tonight upon us tonight in Jesus mighty name every person bound with sin bound with sickness bound with paralysis and spiritual paralysis I declare freedom now let them be let those bondages be loosened now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Hallelujah. Raboko Ramaya Bana Robo Sambrando. Lambrando Robo Shabarabakadarabalakurama. Lambranta Rabarabo Shambra Ladriandrobo. Lambrendi Ribo Niandre Bele Haldriandrobo. Lahaldri, I pray for this man of God, Evangelist Karan from India. In Jesus' mighty name, I see in the realms of the Spirit, I see a lot of conflicts. And arguments giving rise to negativity and depression in your life. In Jesus mighty name. I rebuke that, those spirits. In Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. I rebuke those spirits in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me know if you are listening to my prayer. Let me know if, if there is any relation with politics. Anything related to politics going on. Anything related to politics going on in your life or related to you. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release your mighty blood to bring deliverance in this brother's life. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Raise Zakaya Ramandrobo. Reka Labona Rebala Hadarabon Sherebandrobo. Mokrobolo Borobrebendi Andra Rabaraba. Some I see I see some people related to politics. Okay, listen to me. If you are there, some related to politics or something like that. There has been a mind control, a system that is controlling your mind, I see, I, your head. You know, in Jesus' mighty name, I pull down every stronghold that controls your thoughts. Every hold over your mind, every hold over your thoughts. Be broken right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Rasakaya Rabonta. I pray, I don't know, I see, I see health conditions. I also see lungs. In Jesus' mighty name, whatever sickness, hold and bondage of sickness or infirmity related to him or his family members, 
I release your healing. I release healing every hold. Every obstacles and attacks of the enemy in this brother's life and ministry and family. I bind and I remove it right now. Let your mighty Holy Spirit come upon this brother in Jesus mighty name. Alleluia. Razzokoya rabando. Ranjokoya rabalahal shagraboti yambrabando robo. Lord in Jesus mighty name Rain Probo relationships Lord that are not from you Relationships that are holding his destiny Oh Lord I break I remove those rods Like relationships In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Hallelujah Relationships Rods that are holding his ministry and destiny Be removed out of his life In Jesus mighty name Hallelujah. Father, let there be a release of your presence. Let there be a Lord. I use the rod, the authority that you have given me, the rod of the apostolic and the prophetic. And I use it against every witchcraft, sorcery and divination that are holding the lives of your people. Let that be broken upon the lives of people, their destinies, their ministries, their finances. Oh Lord, their families, Lord, being held by that powers, Lord. Let those powers be broken. Broken. Come on, receive it. Pray with me. Pray with me. In Jesus' mighty name. Let it be broken right now. Let it be broken right now. Let it be broken right now. In Jesus' name. Lam prota basa kamo nama rikoti yama. Redo raba babo shamana rabanda. Landro sangrento kora yarabando. Rando ro shabarabalawa di anjorobo. Laharamona Karbanara Bana Ribasi Brebende Randrovo Sembrialta Rabalaba. This area, the back area, the, the, the back area of the hips. Every hold in that back area of the hip that I see be removed right now. And I see a bound of witchcraft over that back area of the hips. There is some stiffness or pain, something like that. I remove it right now in Jesus' mighty name. Whoever it is, receive healing from the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see scorpions. I see scorpions. Whenever you open the Bible, I see these two claws of the scorpions closing your Bible. In Jesus' mighty name, I rebuke that spirit out of your life right now. In Jesus' mighty name, that is closing the word and stealing the word of God from your life. Those scorpions, I tremble underfoot in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Ramakaya mantrobo sebe. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, 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 by the blood of Jesus, by the rod of the apostolic, I release deliverance in the life of people. I release deliverance in the lives of people right now. Every sickness is, come on, wherever that, if that person is here, lay your hands on your back area, that area of hips, on the back area, it's been bound by witchcraft. It is loosening right now. It is opening right now. You are getting healed right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Receive what I am saying. And you will be healed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I release, I release every property issues. People who are into property issues, land issues going on in your family. Going on among your relatives, uh, the property issues, land issues. 
Ramban toko yarabrabala, splitting of lands. Lega yarabrobolo holziandra laba. Uh, and, and greed of money, greedy people, powers from those greedy people attacking you because of those property issues. I break those powers upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against every marine spirits, spirits that are under the water, spirits that attack you suddenly. I bind those spirits right now. I bind, I expose every hidden spirits in your life that are in hid hiding, that are attacking you. I bind those spirits right now. Leave the people of God. Leave. Leave right now. Leave and never come back. I bind every altar sending spells in your mind. I break those altars in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. We thank you Jesus. We thank you Jesus. We thank you Jesus. We thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. You took my sin and my shame. You took my sickness and healed all my pain. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. With a grateful heart, with a song of praise, with an outstretched arm, I bless your name. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let us thank the Lord. Let us celebrate his victory. Let us celebrate healing. Let us celebrate deliverance. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory, Lord. Hallelujah. We cover everyone with the blood of Jesus Christ. All families here with the blood of Jesus. And in Jesus' name we pray. We all say Amen.